Hello, this is Lance Farrell with Life at Level 10, where you get inspired to live your best life. This is Lance Farrell. I'm here with Janae Arlt. And Janae, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Lance. Happy to be here. Cool. Hey, tell us about Janae. Who is Janae? Um, well, I am 29 from Minnesota. I'm originally from Iowa, which that's where, you know, I first heard about barrels and then decided to join. Yeah, I am a hairstylist. I co-own a salon studio in Minnesota with my friend Camille, who we actually completed the year challenge together. Um, I have three dogs and I just got married this past year. So that's about it. That's fantastic. So what was your life like before your big transformation? I know that you lost 85 pounds in a year. And your yeah. friend Camille had similar results, which had to be exciting to do it together side by side yeah. in your beauty salon. What, uh, what was your life like before that? Well, I would say I used to live a pretty unhealthy lifestyle on many aspects, um, along with, you know, making unhealthy like eating habits and being pretty um, stationary. As far as my exercise, I really struggled mentally. Um, I had a lot of mental health issues that I was neglecting and didn't quite understand myself. So, um, you know, I used like food and unfortunately drugs and alcohol to cope with a lot of stuff. And I felt hopeless and just kind of like my life was out of control. And so what were some challenges you had just in life in general, some things that you couldn't do that you wish you could have done? Can you think of any? Even just physical activity seemed, I don't know about it. It, in a way kind of seemed impossible. I was never like an athlete. And I think I always felt in a way self-conscious about moving my body, especially. I had tried sports in school. And I think because of like my size or at least the um, kind of awareness that I could be continued to be bullied for giving something a try, I think that kind of held me back. And carried on to the belief that like, I couldn't do these certain things. I just was like afraid. You're to... almost too embarrassed to try. You thought you might get embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely was embarrassed and I uh, had a hard time being like vulnerable with trying new things just because of the fear of how I'd be perceived by others. So why did you start FXB? How'd you hear about it? What got you going there? So in high school, I worked with a girl at a grocery store and she said she was doing this 10 week challenge. And, you know, I wanted to go get Chinese food and wanted her to join me. And she's like, no, I'm going to make, you know, a healthy choice. I have this challenge. And she told me about it. And I just thought it kind of sounded crazy. Like, wow, you're going to voluntarily run a mile. You know, <laughs> I could never do that. Um, so that's where I first heard about it, but I saw her transformation and thought that was really cool and inspiring. And I just thought it was way too extreme for what I was capable of doing. Um, and then I heard about it again. I worked with a woman in the first salon that I started working at. She also was doing the 10 week challenge. And again, I just remember thinking like, you're incredible. I could never do that. So when I moved to Minnesota and my mom and I were looking for something to do together, we had already been somewhat active. I was like, you know what? Like this might be crazy, but maybe we should give ferals a try. I heard like the results are just incredible. And I don't know, we could just try it. At least we'll do it together. You know, someone that we're comfortable with. 
that we were not doing it alone. And yeah, that's when I first tried it. So if I'm doing the math right, you heard about this about 10 years ago when you're in high school and it took you that long to get started. <laughs> yeah, over 10 years ago, but yes. Well, I'm glad you did. And what struggles did you have along the way? Were there things in class that were hard for you to do? Most of those challenges that seemed impossible were, were really just in my head because, you know, the program kind of gives you all of the tools that you need and the resources that you need. Um, like as far as the nutrition and breaking down like the form and technique and the coaches just to kind of check in with you to see where your headspace is at, it all made it seem not so overwhelming and very doable, you know? So it's like, it was challenging as far as something new to do, but, um, and, and new to learn, but it wasn't long that I started to see like, I, I can do this. I just have to work at it and it'll get easier and easier. Um, so yeah, that part was really cool. So you were a little bit worried about the word extreme, you know, that yeah. is too extreme for you, but then you found out within a short period of time, this extreme is actually in the results that you get extreme results, right? Yeah. Well, and I think I was worried too, that you had to be kind of in a certain level of shape, you know? Um, and that was also a misunderstanding I had because I think that fear that I've always carried with me through my life that other people are going to judge me. I thought I may experience that, but that like was far from the case. Everybody's very welcoming and they make it clear that, you know, you're starting at your own pace and you're just going to hit your own level 10 and they encourage that and they support that. And I don't know it. I think that really helped me too. What's one of the first wins that you can remember going through the program? When I first realized that I was losing weight in a healthy way, that was a win. Um, I had learned that like previously, the ways I was losing weight were at the hands of either an eating disorder or fad diets. It just wasn't sustainable and it wasn't properly helping my body. So when I realized that once I finished the 10 week challenge, I felt very proud. It was the first time I felt like, okay, I feel like I can keep this up. I can do it this time instead of going through the same cycles of, you know, losing the weight quickly and then gaining it because I didn't have the knowledge and the tools on, you know what I mean? How to move forward. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So you mentioned you had some dependencies. You were like had dependencies on food and drugs and alcohol. Did you drop all those bad habits at the same time or you dropped some of those before you got started? Tell me that a little bit. What's the story there? I think it was all kind of gradually as I moved away from Iowa, I had left behind a lot of unhealthy relationships and influences that I think contributed to my, you know, methods of coping. It just was easier to make certain decisions, I think, because the people around me were also making those decisions. Um, not that those people are to blame. I am my own person and made my own choices, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I think it snowballed. Um, I fell into some group, some groups here that continued those, uh, those same patterns, but also I made new connections like Camille, you know, she was one of the first uh, friends I made in Minnesota, who was a very, I I've kind of felt that shift to more of like a, a positive and healthy relationship. Once I met Camille, I kind of started leaning into 
those types more to where, yeah, gradually it just kind of shifted to more healthy life choices along with, you know, the people I was surrounding myself with. I don't know if I mean, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. Um, so what do you feel you've gained personally since you've been through the program and had this great transformation? I've definitely gained like confidence. I notice I don't really care what people think of me and I don't seek acceptance as much from other people. I figure if, you know, someone is like positive and healthy for me, they're not going to judge me on things that really shouldn't matter. Um, and that definitely changed during my, my year challenge. Um, I've, I've gained, I'd say more like inner and outer, like literal strength, um, Mm -hmm. and resilience. Like I'm no longer afraid to try new things. I've learned to like love myself and my body for just the way it is at all stages. Um, and I've also learned how to properly take care of it, you know, and keep it strong and healthy. And I've also found, um, joy in connecting with other people and helping them, you know, feel good about themselves and pushing themselves in the gym. So yeah, I'd say I've gained quite a bit through this. Yeah, it sounds like it. And those are things I'm so glad you're sharing because those are, I can't see those on your stat sheet. I can see your stat sheet right here. I have it pulled up. You increased your push-ups by 70. I don't know how many you did to start. How many push-ups did you do at first orientation when you came in? You hadn't done any exercise for a while. You started your push-ups. How many in a minute? I want to say it was between 10 and 20. Uh, I can't remember the exact number, unfortunately. but So it- you increased it to between 80 and 90 in a minute, which is fantastic. That's strong. That yeah. is really strong. Yeah. And when you look at your images... You're, you lost 85 pounds, but you also got down to 10.9% body fat. You went from 40% body fat to 10.9% body fat. Yeah. And you're, you have your after picture is you're just ripped. It's yeah, fantastic. Thank you. you know, you could have won the $10,000. And that's one of the things that this was one of the toughest years to judge that as we talked to, you know, we all got together for dinner that one night and said, man, everybody could have won because the results are just fantastic. But the $10,000, I like to say, is a lot of money, but it's not a life-changing amount of money. Hearing your story, I feel like it's a life-changing story. Yeah, I definitely, I might get emotional just, but, um, you know, halfway through the year challenge, I started feeling just overwhelmed with um, gratitude and just like the realization that I'm experiencing things in life that I never thought would be possible. It used to feel, you know, really hard to find like the bright side in a lot of things. And um, just to even feel like self-worth and self-confidence was such a hard thing. And now I'm feeling all these things. I'm feeling joy. I'm experiencing like genuine love. I found a wonderful partner. I have wonderful friends. Like it's just, yeah, I'd say all that's pretty priceless and I'm very thankful. That's great. So, uh, you know, nutrition is a very big part of this. You can't outrun your fork, I like to say. And so tell us about your nutrition regimen. Just so people listening that are looking to do some life changing themselves. I typically have better habits when I am tracking, at least just until I feel confident that I can, I don't, I don't know if anybody ever is able to maintain 
good habits without tracking that might vary on the person, but you know, and I'm just going to keep that up until I feel like I might not need to. And who knows if I need to jump back on that in the future, we'll see. But for now, you know, I track every day um, and try to have like balanced macros. Um, I found it important, especially with um, having struggled with an eating disorder to not try to restrict myself um, and just to be very easy and kind on myself. You know, if I, let's say, do eat something that I feel not so good about. Um, But other than that, you know, I kind of go in phases where I get obsessed with like certain foods. Like right now it's um, almost like roasted veggie and grain bowls with like chicken and stuff. I just love trying different varieties of roasted veggies with like quinoa or I don't know. I don't know if you have crisp and green in Iowa, but it's kind of like that type of stuff or Panera bread, those bowls that you get just trying all sorts of varieties. That's kind of been my kick as of lately, but I'm not super picky with food. I just like trying different recipes and um, I really like enjoying what I eat as well. Do you have an air fryer? I do. So I, that's awesome, isn't it? Yeah. Very healthy way to prepare your food. I I should invest in those. I talk about them enough, you know, should have, I should have some kind of stock in that. So tell us about your workouts a little bit. What are you doing? Are you still coming strength training three days a week, kickboxing three days a week? Yeah. Um, so right now I am doing the 10 week redo. It's like our current fit challenge. So I'm doing six days a week. Um, I have had a goal of practicing mindfulness and learning how to meditate. So I've um, picked up yoga to try to do once a week, just something to keep, you know, my, my body and my mind still engaged in moving. I typically do that on Sundays when Ferrell's is closed and um, (laughs) I'm a runner. We're we're like Chick-fil-A. We're not open on Sundays. There's a reason. Yeah. which is good. It's good to have a day of rest. Um, but Sunday is even my day off of my work as well. So I figured this is something new. I've never been one that's like been a flexible person either. So it's cool to see my flexibility increase. Absolutely. Um, and I, I also run. So that was something I, uh, tried to challenge myself in doing during the year challenge because I've always, uh, hated <laughs> running in high school, like the, the day the mile would come in gym. I dreaded it. When I started the year challenge, I was thinking like, what would be a time that I could run that just seems like impossible and crazy. And I wanted to try to run under a seven minute mile. And at the time the coach was like, "Uh, okay, yeah, that's a, that's a pretty fast mile. You can, uh, yeah, go for it. (laughs) And, um, so yeah, I, ran a 5k race every month with Camille. We both did it and we both got some pretty cool stats during the races. Like we got, I think both of us got first or like in the top three of, you know, either our age group or for women in a couple races. And, um, now it's winter, but in the spring, I hope to pick that up again and continue doing some races like once a month. That's great. So who's faster? You or Camille? Well, we haven't had a race in a while. Um, Who won the last one? Well, I think I I ran 
faster than her, but she was literally right behind me. So I told her I had a feeling before long, she was going to catch up to me and beat me. Um, she's very quick. So, well, that's but. fine. And you know, the healthy competition is very good. It's just really nice to have that. We, you were working in a beauty salon. You own a beauty salon. Is there people that haven't seen you for a while that walk in and say, are you, are you Janae or who ever had that happen? Yeah, actually, um, clients, you know, especially over the pandemic, because that was shortly after we did our year when they come in, it'd be like, wow, I did not recognize you like at all. You, you know, look fantastic and ask what I've been doing. So I spread the good word of ferals and, you know, it's cool even having clients, um, see Camille and I's story and transition through social media. Um, they've come in and just confided in us saying they feel inspired and, you know, they want to give it a try. So, um, we've even had some of our own clients as well, join ferals and they love it, which is awesome. Yeah. How does that make you feel when someone doesn't recognize you though? Yeah. Yeah. I think in the moment, I don't know what to say. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Taking a step back and looking at it, I think it definitely goes to show all the hard work that we've put into it that were unrecognizable. I guess I've never really thought about it. What advice would you give people just getting started? When you look at starting anything that seems like it's too big or impossible, just try to break it up, you know, in smaller, kind of smaller pieces and just take it one step at a time. Because I think when you approach anything like that, it seems a lot, it seems and it feels a lot less scary. Because whenever you look at, you know, a giant mountain, if you feel like you have to go over that in just one day, it's like, whoa, no, that's, that's too much. But just got to remember to take one step at a time. And that it's almost like the, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time, right? You can't yeah. eat one bite. Well, let's get into some fun stuff. First of all, before we get into that, what are your goals now? You, you had a tr- great transformation, low, low, low body fat, super strong. Life is good. You just got married. When did you yeah. get married? Um, September of 2022. Congratulations. That's only yeah. a few months ago. Yeah. So goals I have now, I would say is just, you know, finding where I feel my best, just trying to maintain that. Because before I just, you know, would struggle with like the giant fluctuations. So I'd say that's going to be my new challenge is just focusing on, yeah, what feels best, um, what makes me happy and just maintaining and using the skills I've learned in order to accomplish that. And another goal I have is um, the 5K races I had been running last year. I think I had already mentioned I got, I know, first place in a couple races for my, for either women or my age group. And um, I got eighth place overall in one race. So I think it'd be cool to get first place or top three in a race would be my goal or yeah. to run a marathon. So, well, it's, I find that so interesting because you didn't want to run. You didn't like the idea of running. You didn't want to run your one mile to get, you know, to see where your cardiovascular conditioning is when you started ferals. And we don't run in our program except when we do those little tests for one week, five weeks, 10 week, you know, and then yeah. in between for your national contest. So we're not doing a lot of running. 
but your running got incredibly faster because you got in such great shape. Yeah. And it wasn't because you were out there running all the time. It was just because you got in better condition. Yeah. It was just kind of another way that I saw like what used to feel too like scary or impossible was just like, that was a barrier in my own mind. Um, so once I started to see that I could overcome that, it's like, Ooh, what's next? Mm-hmm. What, what else can I do? That, you know? That's pouring fuel on the fire, isn't it? Yeah. Well, you mentioned in your video, you did a really nice video too, for your national contest that you've been teaching. So I want to thank you for paying it forward. How does it feel to, to lead other people and to see their transformations? It's awesome. And that's also actually another thing I thought that I wasn't going to be able to do because I uh, um, have always struggled from stage fright. If I'd get, which I uh, think you can relate to this. I had heard you say that you used to struggle with, you know, a stutter. Mm -hmm. And when I would get up in front of people, I would begin to stutter or my vision would black out and I would get really shaky and you know, so when one of the gym owners asked me to instruct, I was like, <laughs> I don't know if you realize like what might happen. <laughs> Someone might have to come tap me out really <laughs> quick. But um, no, I quickly uh, just kind of fell in love with it when I saw how, you know, the energy that I brought to the class, like fueled the energy of the class and everybody was just like beating off of each other and encouraging each other. And Um, it just was really cool and motivating. And now I'm always thinking of, you know, new ways I can kind of bring extra energy or hype people up or get people to, you know, overcome an obstacle they have yet to overcome. And it's just, yeah, I I love it. Well, you're definitely leading by example. You're walking the walk and you're paying it forward. And that's just fantastic. So now some fun questions. What's your favorite food? Favorite of all time is like probably sushi. I love, 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 love sushi. So yeah. Okay. What's a food you would never eat? Maybe just for the texture oysters. I've never had it, but it sounds questionable. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Favorite exercise. Favorite exercise, like a ferals exercise or just. Yeah. Yeah. What's the thing you like to do? Um, I really like when we do the knee rounds, mm-hmm. um, just cause I like to find the pace or the, the rhythm of the music and try to match that for the entire set. And that's pretty fun. Mm-hmm. Um, most, most despised exercise. Well, that's interesting. I was just thinking about this the other day and I noticed that the ones I don't like the most are the ones I need to work on the most. So I've tried to change my mindset with that and, you know, make it almost a little challenge. Like, okay, you really, really don't like doing V-ups. Your form isn't very good at them. So just try to like, you know, today you're going to do three and just make it like a little challenge for myself. And eventually it gets better. And I actually end up liking them and enjoying them a little bit more. So that's a great um, way to to reframe that. That's awesome. Yeah, Yeah. I've been trying to to do that some days it's some days it's hard it's like uh I really don't want to you know do spider-man planks today but it's because I need to work on them <laughs> well I think I know the answer to this so what's your favorite non-fxp physical activity probably running mm-hmm. and 
I have really been enjoying yoga too, even though I'm mm-hmm. just getting started into it. So what is on your bucket list? Someday run a marathon, like complete a marathon. 26 um, point something miles. Yeah. That seems pretty intense right now thinking about it, but I think I could do it someday. I think you've come far enough and you know that your mind's the only thing that's going to limit your your capabilities that yes, you will do that if you choose to do it. No yeah. question about it. Is there anything else you'd like to say that I didn't ask or we left out? I do just want to say, because I know I shared some kind of vulnerable and maybe uncomfortable topics, but my goal in sharing that was just to hopefully like validate other people. And sh- I wanted to kind of get across that. I don't believe my experiences from my past are unique in any way. I know some, I know other people have experienced either the same or even different struggles, you know, struggles are struggles. Um, I was hoping to let other people know that um, if you invest the time and effort into yourself, you know, and do the work, you will see those changes. You will see the progress and you can literally have the life that that you want. Oh, that's fantastic. Janae, it's been great having you on the podcast. You have a wonderful day. Thank you, Lance. You too. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. And until next time, this is Lance Farrell with Life at Level 10. Please be sure to like it and subscribe if you'd like to hear more episodes.